Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! This is Losing Money with Andrew Bascom, a podcast where we gamble on everything and anything. On this episode, we are talking about the biggest day of the year. It's Degenerate Christmas. It's the Super Bowl. I'm your host, Andrew Bascom, and with me today are the three guests we've had on for the whole football season, the Pants Ruddy Prince, Charlie Chalk, and the Gambler, to give you way too many ways to lose money on the big game. Let's get to it. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Welcome to another episode of Losing Money with Andrew Bascom, the 159th episode to be exact. We have so much to discuss, like the Super Bowl and the many ways to lose money on it. Now, this game is exactly what we want. This is football heaven. This is gambling nirvana. This is the biggest game of the year. I am not an old person, but yet I can remember when the Super Bowl was starting, when I was a teenager and you tried to gamble on it, there would be, you know, a few hundred props. There'd be like a sheet that somebody could print out. You'd flip it over a couple of times and you look at it and you're like, yeah, that's good. Okay. That's a lot of props. Now, because of the advent of online gambling and the accessibility to it, and trust me, that is a good thing. There are thousands, thousands and thousands and thousands of props and ways to gamble on this game. Now, that's really exciting, but it can be a little concerning at the same time too, because God, how do I make heads and tails of this? Well, literally heads and tails, because coin toss is going to be the biggest bet of the week. But how do I find the bets that I think I can make money on? Now, I will say, and I say it in this episode, and I've said it to anyone that will listen, this isn't the best gambling day. It's the most gambling day, but it's not the best gambling day because usually gamblers like us, and if you are listening to this podcast right now, you are trying to find an edge. You are listening to people going, okay, I'm going to listen to these people and then I'm going to see if I decide with them. You aren't just the person that's going, hey, that's the Super Bowl. This is my one day I gamble every year. Here's $200. I like the team in red. Or, you know, I went to college near Missouri, so Kansas City it is. You're trying to find an edge, which is almost impossible to do on the Super Bowl. This game alone will have over $17 billion gambled on it. It will have handles all over the world of people trying to move this line. It won't. Because this game has been pulled apart and dissected so many different ways. You will not find an edge or a line that has not been looked at by by millions of people. That's why gambling to me is my favorite. It's like week three, 4.30 in the afternoon, Texans Bears, some horrible game. Because you might be one of the few people that's looking at some edge or some line. You might be one of the few people that's going like, second half unders are really paying off. So I like the backup running back. And this, yeah, absolutely. That's great. (laughs) I love you for thinking this. The Super Bowl is a tough one. And that's why we bring on our three guests, the gambler, Charlie Chuck, Panzeri Prince, to give their favorite prop bets so that somebody has looked at this, has given it some thought and is telling you going, this is what I like. Now, you don't always have to go with them. I can tell you in a second during the recap that maybe you should because these guys have made money this season, but at least we're giving it some thought on how we can find an edge in seemingly an impossible game. Man, I'm excited for the Super Bowl. So usually at this part, we do a recap. I tell you what we did last week and how we did wins or losses. We try and be very honest about it. But because the Super Bowl hasn't been played yet, we can't tell you all the picks we made last week because it was all about Gatorade colors and national anthem times and things like that. So go back and listen to that because there's even more picks from last week. But instead of the recap from last week, I can tell you, here's how the guests did as we picked football all season. Red Prince, he's coming up first. He went 21-17-3 this season, so he's in the positive. Charlie Chalk, he comes up next in the second segment. He went 29-17. 
Ooh, boy, that's really good. The Gambler, he usually gives out his tease of the week. Now, it's a little hard this week because who are you going to tease him with? But he's up 3.5 units over the whole season and has had a really good playoffs. And then myself, I make picks throughout the episode, and I'm 58-33-2. We have had a good football season. And I just want to focus on everybody here. It's just because there's one game, just because it's a big game, doesn't mean you need to bet more. It means you need to be smart about it and find the lines that you like. So we're going to talk about a few of them, and that's going to start with our segment number one with the Pants Ready Prince. Coming up first for the last time for the football season. Oh my goodness, it's already heartbreaking already. The Pants Ready Prince, Pants Ready Prince. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, <laughs> Andrew. How you doing? I'm doing okay. It is it is the two weeks. It's a slow funeral procession of the end of the football season as you know this is I, I get this this is gambling Christmas everyone loves this there are 10,000 props that you could be betting on cross sport everything um, yet you know what I miss week 11 one o'clock kickoff you know nine games the Texans Bears take me back let's do it yeah that kind of Christmas is gone until September but uh I mean, the Super Bowl is a Super Bowl. You're right. These two weeks go by like molasses. If you ever want to find mm-hmm. some entertainment, just to dive into the Colts coaching search in these two <laughs> weeks is nonstop crazy information. But uh, uh-huh. yeah, I can't wait. I mean, I'm still excited. I, I don't get oh, the yeah. football blues until after. Just it, Super Bowl Sunday is, is uh, like no other. It's an all day affair. Uh, yeah, get your bets going with your friends. Get. Get the chili on, get the seasons rocking. <laughs> it's it's a good time. Uh, good for you. No, that that is the absolutely the right way to do it. And, and you know, it's weird because I think after last week and the referees and and whatever people, you know, I, I think people are scapegoating a lot of stuff. But they go like, oh, I just don't know if I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I think that's insane. We have the number one team from either conference. If you had said before the season, or I don't know, let's say halfway through the season, once we realized the Eagles were this good, that it's gonna be Chiefs Eagles in the Super Bowl, you'd be like, oh hey, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good game. I don't understand people's non excitement for it. Yeah, uh, this is a fantastic Super Bowl. I think, you know what? I I mean, there are a lot of people who hate the Eagles, but I don't think there are so many people that hate the Eagles. Like, we're used to Tom Brady in Super Bowl. That's such a polarizing figure. We're used to the New England Patriots in Super Bowl. Such a polarizing team where, you know, you have, you love them and you hate them. There's no in-between. I do think with the Chiefs and Eagles, there's a lot of in-between. But that being said, it's, it's the two number one seeds. You got two brothers in Super Bowl. The first two black quarterbacks facing yep, off each yep. other in Super Bowl. This is like some serious stuff that it, it's it's going to be a fantastic game and a true toss-up. I don't think we've had a true toss-up Super Bowl in a long time. Yeah, I was, I was going to say that too. And I think this is the difference is that when Philadelphia beats the Patriots, like you're saying, and you're like, oh, Nick Foles, plucky understart. Oh, Phil, the people of Philadelphia, what sewer creatures. This is so fantastic, whatever. Patrick Mahomes comes along. Oh, my God, he's so talented. Kansas City wins the Super Bowl. Paul Rudd's running on the field, and everyone's like, yay, what an underdog. But now we're at the other side of it where you're going, wait, whoever wins this might be the next dynasty for the next little bit, as if Kansas City hasn't been already. But you know what I mean? Like, I think people love the underdog, plucky, oh, look at that. And then once they become the great team, then you're like, oh, fuck these guys. And I think both are on the precipice of doing that right now. Exactly. I, it was so easy to cheer for the Chiefs uh, against San Fran a few years yeah. ago. And now I'm kind of like, eh, eh. You got <laughs> yours. Yeah. You absolutely. got yours. Well, you know, let's start. Let's get into it. There are 10,000 ways to bet on this game. Panzeri Prince, how are you going to lose money on this game? Okay, so I got a bunch of props that I really like. Uh, but I'm going to throw together my safe prop bet and my yep. spicy prop bet. Okay. And then, you know, I'll kind of just 
like list off stuff that I like. So these aren't official, but I do like okay. Travis Kelsey to give you an anytime score. I do like Patrick Mahomes over one and a half passing touchdowns. Yeah. I do like Pat Patrick Mahomes over 0.5 interceptions. Uh-huh. My safe pick, I'm going to parlay two prop bets. Oh, it's a Galen Hurts anytime touchdown. Okay. And it's Miles Sanders under 61 and a half rushing yards for oh. plus 350. Wow. Okay. The Sanders thing is that's going against kind of, uh, I think the natural trend right now, which everyone likes Sanders right now. So yeah. what do you think about under Miles Sanders? So Miles Sanders has had one game since the, uh, December 11th that he's really kind of blown past his projection where yeah. he got 90 yards, but that's one since December 11th. Otherwise he's been either under 60 or just right around 60. Right. I think inside that red zone, we're going to see a lot of different packages this time. And I'm not sure, from what I've seen over the past few weeks, that they're not giving the ball to Miles Sanders when they get down there like it was so automatic in the past. I think, yeah, if they're within five yards, that's an easy choice. But I don't think he's going to run all over them. I think Philly is a little more dynamic than that. They're going to spread the ball around. I think you're going to see Boston Scott get some touches. I think uh, yeah. Game will get some touches. Jalen Hutch is going to run for a bit. So I, I, I'm not – I don't think Sanders is going to go over 61 and a half. But that being said – if the Eagles are at the goal line, we know it's going to happen. Jalen Hurts is going to sneak the ball with the rest of the offense doing their whole Philadelphia thing, and they push him in. <laughs> Something – I don't well, know why it took us so long to see a play like that. It's, it's technically so cool. illegal. It's technically illegal. But they're going to have to one way or decide it where that you can either do it forever, which is, of course, what they're talking about is when someone's running, a bunch of people pushing behind them like a rugby pile – uh, you're going to do it. You know, I agree with you completely. I don't understand the Sanders uh, love because we have, uh, Kenneth Gainwell had over 100 rushing yards, way more than Miles Sanders in the last game in the conference championship. And I really kind of let Boston Scott plus 550 anytime touchdown. You know what? He scored almost in every game in the playoffs so far. Like, I kind of just don't get that there are four running backs, including Jalen Hurts there, that can do stuff. I just don't think it's centralizing to one guy makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, I totally like Miles Sanders to get into the end zone. Sure. Sure. I, I just don't see him running all over the Chiefs. I don't think he's going to go over. Yeah, okay. Well, that, that makes a lot of sense. And then Jalen Hurts, I think, going in for just makes makes total sense. Injury aside, like his shoulder aside, there's no next game to save him for. Why not just burn him out this game? Yeah, I mean, 13 rushing touchdowns in the regular season. This guy just gets it done. He knows how to find the end zone. And and chances are Philly's going to have the ball at some point inside the two-yard line, and that that's just automatic. Yeah, 100%. Well, I'm going to match you here because I'm going to give my safe prop of the week. Uh, my safe bet, also a prop, is going to be the Chiefs to call the first time out. Minus 105. I can't Ooh. believe, I can't begin to describe to you how much I love this bet and only is it a great example of how ridiculous this uh, this event is. Okay, so I've been railing against the weeks for sports books that have too much juice on like coin toss or like equal 50-50 bets. I just think that's ridiculous. Uh, where this 50-50 yeah. prop doesn't come down to luck. On the season, the Chiefs have called the first time out in 15 of 19 games, 80% oh. of the games. And since coming to the league, Sirianna has been one of the most efficient coaches when it comes to not wasting time out. And this season, he's only called the first time out in seven of 19 games. Why in the world are these equal odds? I have no idea. I love the value at minus 105. We're going to take the Chiefs to call the first time out every day plus Sunday. Wow, you did some serious digging for that one. Yeah, seriously, you like that? I just, I, 
it is so ridiculous that I'm like, why is that number so equal? And you're like, oh my God, that's good. Because I always seem to remember the Chiefs always taking one in the first quarter where they kind of look to the sideline like, well, this isn't working. What the hell are we doing here? Uh, so yeah, there we go. That's my safe prop of the week. That's true. They're not afraid to burn the timeouts in the first half. That's very true. Yeah. And also, I think that's also due to the fact that they can run a really good hurry up offense. Like they just know it so well so that they don't have to save them like the like most teams do. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's my safe prop. What are you going to do for your spicy prop? Okay. So this is pretty spicy. I mean, okay. the odds <laughs> on this one are plus 1,025. Whoa. So, like I said before, this is a true toss-up Super Bowl. I can't remember the last time I saw a Super Bowl that was this evenly matched going into the game. So, will this game go to overtime? Yes. Plus oh. 1,025 that this game goes to overtime, the second Super Bowl to go to overtime. We're seeing a lot more overtime games, I feel, like these days. Not necessarily in the playoffs, just in general. We had a lot in the regular season. I feel like ties are, are more common now. Obviously, this game it can't end in a tie. But I just I feel like we're seeing a lot more of those extra periods. I think we're going to see one. Wow. Oh, I love that. Well, okay, so wait. I got to bring it up because did you see the ridiculous thing about... So Arian Foster says the NFL is scripted, mm. uh, which, yeah. Arian Foster's got a lot of beliefs that I just... I would say, like, before everyone starts sharing that information, just kind of maybe look into Arian Foster a little bit more and going like, oh, maybe I shouldn't just blindly share stuff he says. Um, but <laughs> they, there was a leaked script about the score of this game that it's 37-34 uh, Eagles, which I think would really help your overtime thing because maybe that kick oh, comes in overtime. I did not see that script. Uh, yeah. yeah, Arian Foster, maybe I guess is running out of his chakra rocks or whatever yeah. the, the <laughs> hell that he uses. Um, yeah, what an absolute joke. I just think this is such a close game. I, I could t- yeah. I could totally yeah. see it going over time. I can totally see it coming down to a last second field goal. Uh, I don't know, man. This is a toss up. I, I don't blame you at all. I, I love this. I love this kind of thing because when you're gonna have, you know, I've kind of talked about in the beginning here a little bit, but like, yes, try and stick to ten bets or under. Like, I I just think once you get into like over ten bets, then you're like now you don't even know what's going on, and every play might affect you positively and negatively. It's kind of like playing fantasy where you're playing defense, but you also have the quarterback, and you're like, oh my god, um, this is one of those ones that where you can take. 0.2 units and put it on and if it hits it's kind of like forever what the the safety was the first score and then it started happening and they had to bring down the odds but it was like plus 3000 forever um why not you know you could be the one guy that like something happens and you're just yelling and screaming and dancing around the party i think that's that's the fun of this event so there you go game to go to overtime exactly, exactly. i love it okay this one is just for the pants ready prince so this is this one of my favorite parts of the super bowl sunday is the cross sport bets yeah, things that you'd never get, you don't get in the normal regular season or even the playoffs of like Jalen Hurst to score a touchdown and Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum over 34 and a half points or whatever. This one though, because the Waste Management Open happens on Sunday, always happens on Super Bowl Sunday, always a raucous event in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm going to be taking, this is, this is the prop here, Roy McElroy round four birdies, plus one or total punts in the game, minus one. And Okay, so I have done a little bit of research into this. I can't believe that. This week marks McElroy's second appearance in the TPC Scottsdale as he finished tied for 13 two years ago. He posted 22 birdies that week. So that's 5.5 per round, which is right in line with his average of the season. So it's not just an outlier or anything. The Chiefs and the Eagles averaged 3.2 and 3.3 punts per game, respectively. This season was a bump in punting average for the Chiefs as it averaged 2.5 in 2021. Okay, the consensus line on the number of punts in this game right now is 7.5, and that's heavily juiced to the under. So people think it's going to be wildly under 7.5. 
And I just told you that Roy McIlroy birdies was plus a five and a half for the for an average. So I'm going to be taking the McIlroy birdies plus one in round four over punts. What do you think about that? Hold on. Also, did that Say make any sense? Again. <laughs> <laughs> so Rory McIlroy needs yeah. how many birdies in, on Sunday or total? And is, so is he's in- given a plus one. So he needs. So like, let's say, uh, let's say he gets six birdies and there's seven punts. It's a draw. Because it's gotcha. a plus one. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and, and you're taking, you're taking. I'm taking McElroy plus one. I like I need that. McElroy to have a good round, and I need there to be not a lot of punts. There's not going to be a lot of punts. Give me no. a break. There's no. not going to be a lot of punts. Actually, seven and a half you know, is too high. That's seven too high. And a, half, a lot of punts. But you know what? I do have some, I do have some punting bets, actually. Now that, now that we're talking about it. First punt over 46.5 yards. Yes, Townsend is phenomenal. He kicks, he's done that over 64% of the time in the season. And then what was the other one I was going to do? Both teams to make a 33-yard or longer field goal. No minus 110 because if you're in midfield and there's a fourth down and stuff like that, they're not going to be trying for field goals, even indoors and things like that. I think it's absolutely going to be that they're going to be going for it on fourth down constantly. So over 33, I just don't see that happening unless it's a late game thing. Yeah, the only time I think you're going to see that is is if it's going to, like, with 10 seconds left in either half. Um, but, yeah, both these coaches love going for it on fourth. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to I'll have to figure out how to explain that better. But, yes, McElroy plus one. No, I got it now. Pounds. I got it now. All right, you got it now. Maybe even just for the listener at home, if if that made any sense, great. That's that is phenomenal. (laughs) Well, Pedro Prince, those are the ways that you're going to be betting props on the game. But you know, let's get to it. What? How do you think this game is going to go? So, yes, I know. I said I'm betting on it to go to overtime, but obviously we need a winner here. My pick for Super Bowl Fifty Seven is the Philadelphia Eagles. Go Birds. Uh, Go at birds. the beginning of the season, I was a proponent for the Philadelphia Eagles sucking, and mm-hmm. I've had to eat my toast all year <laughs> long as they have cruised to a number one seed with absolutely no match in the NFC. And here they go. They get their first real test of the season. Well, yeah. I don't care what you say, 49ers fans. That was not a fucking test. No. Um. Yeah. I, you know what, I've always liked the Chiefs. I think that for the past few years, yes, if you had Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, that team has a chance to win the Super Bowl. Just like we said at the beginning of the year when we were doing our preseason props that, like, why would anyone take the under on total wins for KC? They're going to be there at the end of the year. But that being said, I'm trying to break this down into each facet of the game. And I think when you look overall team, the only time that, that KC I think gets the edge is at quarterback and at coaching. But yep. for the rest, the rest of the, the dynamics, uh, up front on the defensive line, up yes. offensive line, defense, running game, I give receivers, I give the edge to Philadelphia. I think they were a more complete team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think they come out on top. I mean, like I said, all podcasts. It's a tough one. It truly yeah. is. I mean, I'm not going to be surprised either way, but my money's got to go somewhere. Go Birds. Yeah, I, I, I don't blame you. And I think we're looking at, they're saying the international market's 3-1 to one right now, uh, Eagles over Chiefs on bets coming in, and 2-1 to one, uh, domestically, you know, in, in Canada, North America here. Uh, so I, I don't really blame you. And I think... It's hard to argue this. So as, as you've been listening to the podcast, you probably know that I have a super, a super Bowl bet for the Eagles from a couple of weeks ago at plus 500. So 
I, the problem is I think I'm on the Chiefs side and I can't figure out exactly why other than, you know, the quarterback's really good. But, you know, this is the other one. The deep, the depth of the Eagles is by far their strength. They are deep everywhere. But if you had to take a draft of the best players in this game, I think the first three players are Chiefs. I think it's Mahomes, I think it's Kelsey, and I think it's Chris Jones. And then, you then maybe the next seven players are Eagles, right? Or eight players or something like that. And so, but that's the kind of stuff that in one game, you always wonder that we're doing this. I, I just, also the, the numbers from Patrick Mahomes being an underdog are absolutely ridiculous. He's like seven to one straight up because it just hasn't happened very often in his career. I don't blame you for taking Eagles, but I, I am uh, house divided right now because I have money on the Eagles that I can't get rid of. Well, I could, but that'd be a really stupid idea. And But I'm looking at the Chiefs here right now. So I'm trying to do everything I can to uh, fill myself with Roy McElroy bets so I feel myself better about that one. So there we go. So you're on Eagles. I'm on. Still deciding, but look, looking at the leaning Chiefs right now. But fans ready, friends, thank you for sharing all your incredible props. Thank you for an incredible season. You're, you're well in the black here. You're in a positive number. So thank you very much for sharing <laughs> that. And we hope you have fun losing money in the Super Bowl. <laughs> All righty, you take it easy. Go football. It's Super Bowl time, baby. <laughs> Coming on as the second guest is Charlie Chalk of the Lock of the Week. Charlie, how you doing? Andrew, I'm doing great. The big game we've been working all season, all season long. It's been a long season. Looking for the big game. There we the go. The big game, the big money. All right, big money. I love hearing that. You know, like we're 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 only a couple days out here. What what are your what are your opinions of the game so far? How are you feeling about it? Well, you cannot match up two teams if stats matter in this mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. You'd think they just looked in the mirror and said, "Okay, everything's the same." And it basically is the same. Yeah, they've got such it's coincidental, whatever it is, but they're just two identical teams yeah. in a way. And it, when it comes to stats, maybe not the way they play the game, but the stats are very, very close. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. which leads me into thinking, who am I going to take? Casey? Am I going to take Philly? Yeah. Well, minus one and a half. Yep. Against really a Casey team that's probably more prepared, only because they've been there. Right. Uh, in the last two years, you know, two years ago. Yep. So I don't know what to tell you about that. So I'm going to leave that alone. I'm not oh. I'm not going to touch the money line. I don't, I'm sorry. Not touching the spread, um, not touching the money line. N- not touching it at all. Okay. But I do have, and I think I have a, a lock bet oh, for you guys. Oh, here we go. Well, that's why we bring you on. What, we how, do. What are you thinking is you're going to be your lock bet of the week? The lock bet of the week is an over bet. Oh. And is there any better way to watch the Super Bowl than over Take the over 50 mm-hmm. and a half. Yeah. Both teams are going to score two out of the top three. I don't want to bore them, but this is, this is, this is, should be a lock, guaranteed. Yeah. Two of the top offenses in the, of the year, two out of three, in fact, yep. the best offenses of the year. Um, the Eagles defense might be a bit overrated because okay. who you, they you know played? What? They looked great, but they played no one. No one. Daniel Jones and Purdy. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. But they did play against two good quarterbacks. Two good quarterbacks. Well, I'm not even giving. Aaron, well, well okay, no, hang on a second. Well, okay. Rodgers yep. and, okay, we don't like Prescott that much. But the fact is they okay, gave up well. 73 points between the two games. Yes. Which leads me towards an overbet a bit. And they're playing against a pretty good quarterback, too. So between the averages of Eagles averaging 31 points mm-hmm. in the eight of the last games yep. and Casey's averaging 23 points all year long, uh, that adds up to more than 50 and a half. I know. Yeah, it's over than 50. So to me, that 
comes back to being a lock. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Well, it's funny enough, Charlie. I was also going to talk about the over-under in this segment, and I also like the over 50 and a half. I I know, you know, we're not often on the same page here, but it's just, I, I will say, it is the number that makes the most sense to me. I just don't imagine that the under is is going to uh, is really going to be coming through here. Now, you know, you're you're saying how the statistics are very similar. Now that's very true. And I just love that because we do this thing where we're overstating the Eagles defense slightly. Now, they almost had an historic season in sacks. They almost had the most sacks ever in a season. But you know who number 2 in the season was? The Kansas City Chiefs. So it's it's, it's, it's yes. remarkable. So it's like every time that we take one step to go, "Oh, well, of course, this is so much better." The other team is right behind them. I love the over. I love the over just because of the the offensive coaches. I love Nick Sirianni being an offensive coach and moving the ball down the field with four different guys that can run, two incredible uh, wide receivers and a very competent tight end and an incredible line. And then on the other side, you have Patrick Goddamn Mahomes. Where if we switch quarterbacks, the Eagles would be minus seven and a half, minus eight favorites. So Patrick Mahomes himself and one of the best tight ends of all time can move the ball as well. Plus Isaiah Pacheco, who I have some props on by the way. Do you want to hear some props on Isaiah Pacheco? Well, I just I got a few minutes. Go okay, ahead. There we go. Who will catch the pass first? Miles Sanders versus Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco is minus one thirty. I absolutely love this. Pacheco is coming off a five reception for fifty nine yards receiving line in the AFC Championship. He also has season high fifty two percent runs route. Uh, I just I just think it's going to be a huge one, especially with Hardman out and Tony possibly being out. You know, they they lose all those screen plays and all the other you know optional uh, bailouts. I think Isaiah Pacheco is in for a big day and. Because of that, I love the over 16 and a half receiving yards as well. Well, you know, and you're really kind of taking my information I gave you last week oh. when we did. Oh, it. you love Pacheco. And remember, last I had, I, I remember yeah. inside the red. Oh, yeah. So all of a sudden, you're looking like uh, Charlie Chuck, too, here. <laughs> What's going on? Oh I've already given you that information, but we're not doing prop bets here. Yeah. We've got the big game, big money. Bet the over. Ah, Charlie Chalk all over the over here. I'm on the over as well. I love the Isaiah Pacheco props, but I'll recap that at the end. Charlie, you are so healthily in the black this season. There's nothing this game can do to get you uh, under here. So I hope, no matter what, I hope you have fun losing money on the Super Bowl, okay? Well, Andrew, I'm going to tell you, I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Uh, We will meet next week. We will talk about uh, maybe a little summary on what happened and some of your other boys and how they did <laughs> and maybe uh they might be paying us out a, little oh, bit. a natural rivalry between all three guests here charlie chalk you had a great season so i can't wait to talk and tell everyone about it and i hope you lose money on the super bowl okay thank you andrew good luck to you too <laughs> And coming up as our last guest for this football season. Oh, man, that's such a bummer. Okay, to talk about the Super Bowl and the many ways to lose money on it is the one, the only, the Gambler. Gambler, how you doing? Andrew, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a sad time, right? It's, it's Oh, boy, is it. On, on the one hand, we've reached the pinnacle of the season. But as you noted, yep, yep. that also means this is the last football game of the 2022-2023 NFL season. And, and what a... What a ride it's been, especially recently. What a what a delicious oh. playoff we've had. We really have. I you know I, I kind of I kind of uh, laid it out last week about how well all the guests have done this season, and I think next week we'll do a little summary uh, to catch everyone up, especially with the Super Bowl down. But everyone has made money this season, which is tremendous, and and I just can't believe that. And to be honest, only makes this uh, the ending of it more sad because of it, because it was such an opportunity for all us to make money. Very bittersweet. 
Yeah, I know. And then you get to shift back into our MMA guy and we talk about, you know, the, uh, we can talk about the slap league or something like that. So oh, yeah. Really sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's when you know when times are tough. <laughs> Seriously, the two grown men with no defense <laughs> slapping each other. What's next? Stab a guy the best? Okay, let's talk about uh, our favorite props, the way we're going to lose money. And then I think you have a same game probably you want to lay on us. But where are you going to start with your prop here? So I'll start with some pretty pretty easy, pretty generic props. Uh, anytime touchdowns, right? It's an easy way for mm-hmm. average bettors who want to get into you know, more than just betting spreads or over and unders. I think this is an easy way to get into prop betting. So the first one I'm going to throw out is uh, Jalen Hurts uh, getting Mm. positive money, you know, positive juice at plus 105. And I mean, you know, he's had seven rushing touchdowns in nine games this season. Uh, Sorry, in the last nine games this season. And in total, he's had 15 rushing touchdowns in 17 games that he's played. So he is a, a rushing machine. I, I think that between him and Sanders, I, I think the Eagles should be able to move the ball well, considering how yeah. good their O-line is. So I yeah. like, uh, you know, give me the positive odds on Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown score. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. You know, Jalen Hurts has been a popular bet so far this episode. And I, I can't really say I blame anybody. You know, any fears about injuries and things like that, which, you know, is going to come up a lot with Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. Well, there's what are they saving them for? Next game? You know, like, I think I think you're going to see a lot of the things that make them really good at this. Um, and you know what? I have some Jalen Hurts stuff, too, so I'm going to just pile on here. I love the Jalen Hurts over five and a half consecutive completions at minus 125. He's cleared this nine out of 17 games. And so you think, oh, that's pretty close. So maybe minus 125, maybe that's not really that good. But in week 12 against the Titans, he had three streaks of seven consecutive completions. So that number of nine to 17 is actually way, way higher. And I think once you get on a roll, like the most popular bet that real that gamblers over the last decade have really hammered into the ground is will any team score three consecutive times unanswered and the answer is usually yes that happens almost in every game you just don't think it does it just sounds like a lot in your head going like oh 21 points that's a lot but really it could be nine uh and that happens a lot and i think this is like a version of that over five and a half consecutive completions especially the way the eagles run the ball i'm gonna take that one i I feel really good about that one no I, i love it and and i think this is probably going to be a closer game which means the Eagles will have more excuse to throw the ball. Whereas obviously if they're up big, they're going to lean to a heavy run game. So I like that bet. Yeah. Yeah. I I think so. And also I think like, you know, people will bring up constantly that the Eagles have not faced a lot of competition this year. You know, the best, the best two quarterbacks that they faced was Aaron Rodgers and Dak Prescott. And actually the defense did not do well against those two, but at the same time, maybe it's, you, you can only play the competition in front of you. And I think it's just one of those ones where, like, maybe they are just this really good, and they're gonna their their offense is just gonna hum a little bit. And I I think that there might be a chance for that. So there you go. That's my first one. Over five and a half consecutive completions. Where are we going to next? So second, uh, anytime touchdown score prop bet is I'm looking at Goddard, uh, mm, and he's yep, getting yep. plus one seventy five. So some nice positive odds. And this one is interesting because I I saw this um, get posted recently that. One of KC's biggest weaknesses on the de- defensive side of the ball is that they yeah. are prone to getting burned in the slot by either slot receivers okay. or tight ends. They are mm. 31st in the NFL in TDs allowed to the slot, to slot positions. Okay. So that is intriguing. And then the on the flip side, 
Hertz has a tendency to go to Goddard very early and very often. And Goddard with or under or uh, under Hertz at quarterback, Goddard has posted 83 first down catches since the start of the season. So he is uh, a target that Hertz uh, prefers. And you combine that with Casey's weakness in the slot. Give me that as a plus 175 anytime, anytime touchdown score. Oh, yeah. I, okay, so talking about Goddard, I also love Goddard. Dallas Goddard, longest reception, over 18 and a half yards, minus one and a half, uh, minus 105, excuse me. I just love, I love this one. As the longest reception prop, Goddard has cleared this 57% of the time this year, and also in a game where the Eagles could be like possibly pass heavy right that. I like the value we're getting. I'd bet that up to like minus 130, minus 105 right now for over 18 and a half receptions. And if you're going to talk about slot receivers and touchdowns, the position to score the first touchdown in the game, this is a bet you can make, the position that will score the first touchdown of the game, irregardless of team, is tight end, is three to one, is plus 300. How do you not take that? How do you not right? take that? You're talking... Travis Kelsey is getting running off at minus 110 to score a touchdown in the game in general. And Dallas Goddard on the other side is one of their best players. Three to one plus 300. Love this. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a killer bet. Oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. Twice on Sunday. So there we go. So we're both in on Dallas Goddard too. Uh, what else do you got us for us? So shifting gears a little bit now, uh, sticking with player props. I like Miles Sanders to lead the game in rushing plus 175. Okay, plus 175, like it. And and what I like about this one is when the Eagles trail or lead by less than seven <laughs> points, Miles oh, okay. Sanders gobbles up 79% of the Eagles' rush attempts. Whoa, So I don't think anybody expects this to be a, a blowout or a runaway game. So considering the way Sanders has been playing, considering that stat, um, I don't see truthfully anybody on the Chiefs side keeping up with Sanders. They've got a little bit of a com- committee there, and they don't have nearly as run-heavy of a playbook as the Eagles have. So mm-hmm. Miles Sanders, yeah. lead the game in rushing, plus 175. Okay, that's funny you say that. I, I, I really like that. I think that makes a lot of sense. And plus 175 works because like as much as I like Isaiah Pacheco and there's a lot of Pacheco bets that I've talked about in this episode already I don't think it's going to be like wow he ran for 125 like I don't think that's part of the game plan also Clyde Brazilaire just got uh taken off IR so that's a little interesting even though they don't trust him at all I just think that's like a very odd thing um you know I the one that I really like okay so this kind of this is kind of a little bit nuts but you could still bet on what the highest uh, statistic of each thing for the playoffs is. So the whole playoffs, not just the Super Bowl, right? And right now, Patrick Mahomes is 200 yards, passing yards behind Joe Burrow. And obviously that's because Joe Burrow had one extra game. Uh, Mahomes had the, the bye. But right now, Joe Burrow can still lead the league in passing yards if Mahomes passes for 200 or less yards. Now that would be crazy, right? Patrick Mahomes is a very good player. But you could get Burrow at plus 600 right now. So if you like the Eagles out there and you think the Eagles are going to win and maybe even handily and, you know, I don't know, maybe Mahomes hurts his ankle, maybe something like that, which we never want to, we never want to pray for uh, somebody hurting themselves. But if my wallet is involved, maybe, um, and you could get Joe Burrow plus 600, I don't know. That's not like the most insane thing to me. No, I, I, I think it's a solid call. And to your point, when money is involved, all bets are off. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, yeah, it's like, hey, I hope he heal. Like, I hope he doesn't lose his leg or anything like that. But you know, also, uh, that's great. I won. Um, so yeah, so those are the ones I'm going for. 
Um, what else do we got here? I got I got a same game parlay too that I can talk about too. I, I have a couple more, and then let's dive into the okay, same game nice. parlays. So my last player prop is Devonta Smith. Oh yeah, over four and a half receptions. This one's got quite a bit of juice on it, minus 160. So feel free. There are sports book up out there where you can get this at over five and a half receptions and you're getting close to even money. Um, yeah. And, you know, this one stood out to me only because Smith has caught six or more passes in, in nine games this season. Sorry, he's caught at least okay. six passes in nine games this season. And he's caught at least five passes in 14 games this season. So that over four and a half looks enticing. You can definitely roll the dice a little bit with that over five and a half. And the stat that I loved is the Chiefs surrender the fifth most receptions on yeah. passes under 10 yards in the entire NFL. So they are mm. not good at defending those short, short, you know, slant routes or whatever. Well, guess right. what Smith's average depth, average target depth is this season 9.9 oh, yards. wow that's so funny i would have been so wrong i thought he was like a longer uh you know longer pass reception guy that's so interesting nine yards i was surprised as well and, and i bet you it's the volume right he's catching a lot of yeah. volume short but then he gets one or mm-hmm. two marquee throws deep right and that's what oh, goes that's on, so the, on on the on yeah. the you know on the highlights on sports center so yeah, yeah, yeah. uh like i said i'm gonna put that out there over four and a half at minus 160 over five and a half closer you're getting minus 110 minus 105 i think you can even get even in some books so that is my last player prop that i'll throw out there you know it's so funny too like i think i've already brought it up in this episode but it's it's worth repeating here that like this is the holiday to be uh, betting around. Do not use one book. Like, I'm so sorry, but in if you live in a state or, you know, a province in Canada here that, that has gambling that is legalized, you have literally 50 books you could be choosing from at this point, and you should be looking around. Like, even the Devonta Smith uh, bet that the gambler was just talking about, you could get over four and a half for minus 154 at Batano, but over five and a half is plus 130 at Pinnacle. Like, that's... The difference between taking a minus 110 and plus 130 is a huge gamble. So, like, I just, I'm just saying, like, do a little bit of legwork. Find the 10 bets you like and then kind of uh, shop around a little bit. Uh, Betting has never been easier, right? If you own a smartphone or a computer, you can now bet very easily. As you said, shop around, right? You're leaving money on the table if you're not shopping around. Yeah, there we go. Okay, well, so those are your player props. But, you know, you come on every week. You do the tease of the week. And so, obviously, it's going to be a little tough to tease it unless you're teasing, like, the total with the spread, which I think even you would say, that's a bad idea. Don't do that. Uh, so, instead, I think we got some same-game parlays we want to give out, too. 100%. It, it would be a disservice to the people <laughs> who listen to this podcast if we did not have so some type of, of tease or parlay. So, I put together... Mm. Just a three-leg parlay, same-game parlay mm-hmm. um, that I liked. It's It pays plus 260. Okay. And the first leg is we're taking the Eagles in a modified spread. We're taking the Eagles yep. plus seven and a half. Nice. Okay, right. Getting outside the touchdown. 100%. Leg number two, we're looking at the over-under. And I am mm-hmm. getting, I'm taking the over 47 and a half. I I think that this is a game where the Eagles should have no issue running the ball. So I think between running and and their ability to throw the ball, the Eagles shouldn't have problems scoring. And we typically don't see the Chiefs, especially in marquee games, having a problem scoring. So I feel pretty good that we should probably see a total over 
you know, 47 and a half. That's leg number two. And the third leg, we're going to a player prop. And we're going okay. to Miles Sanders mm. over 65 yards rushing. Okay. Hey, that's pretty modest. That's pretty doable. So you put those three together, plus 260. Plus 260. So it's so funny. We were saying, hey, let's do some same game parlays. Like we find needed an excuse. We're going to do it anyway. But, you know, let's talk about it on the podcast a little bit. And I, you usually come in and you're like, hey, here's my nine team tees. And it's, you know, all the kind. It's crazy. And here I am. You come up with a 260. Here's my plus 1200 same game parlay for three legs. I don't, you know what? G- Gambler, tell me where I'm crazy here, okay? Like, tell me which one's like, well, I can never see that happening. Okay. Jalen Hurts to score a touchdown this week, right? I, I think the the sneak is definitely an opportunity here for him. He uses his legs more than anybody. There is all these draws that they call for the quarterback. Also, like I said, what is he saving the shoulder for? So, same guy. So, for to him to score anytime touchdown, okay? Love it. Second leg, Isaiah Pacheco, 25 or more receiving yards. He had 59 last week. They use him a lot in screens. Uh, I also think a lot of shovel passes, which are technically uh, passes and pass attempts and things like that, which I also kind of like about Isaiah Pacheco possibly as the first touchdown scorer as well because they, they, the thing is, injury or not, Patrick Mahomes does not uh, do any QB sneaks. He dislocated his knee two years ago because of that, and they've never done it again since because they realize like, oh God, if we if we get this guy hurt, we're so screwed here. So just keep that in mind too for like when we're thinking about Patrick Mahomes' touchdowns, he never sneaks the ball. He'll never sneak the ball. So I like the Isaiah Pacheco 25 or more receiving yards because he had 59 last week. So I think that should work pretty well. And KC to win. That's it. Minus, and that's a, that's a what, a plus 115 right now on the line? And that gets you to plus 1200 on a three-leg uh, same-game parlay? Come on. Yeah, that's that's it's hard to argue with the odds. I mean, uh, even right? forget about the the likelihood of of the picks, the value mm-hmm. on on that on that selection, right? And it's not like you're like, oh, here comes my you know eight leg. <laughs> it's it's a three leg. Yeah, and and yeah, there's yeah, yeah. nothing there that makes you go, wow, this this is crazy. So no, I, that sounds great. Well, yeah, like the, the pants right principle, write down sometimes with like a twelve game parlay, and I'm like, oh boy, buddy, I, I don't know about this one. Uh, three three legs, no matter the odds, you got to like feel pretty good about this one. So you know, we've gotten your we've gotten some player props over you, we've gotten some same game parlays from you. What do you think? How do you think this game is going to go? Who who do you have winning this game? I mean, I, I think the the spread is is not overly enticing either way, right? I think it's what is it fluctuating yep. at around one and a half, two right now, yep. depending on your book. Yep. So I think what are the Eagles are laying to. I mean, I, I think if I if I had to make a pick, I'd probably lean, you know, Eagles minus two. I I honestly think that their ability to run the ball and mm-hmm. that defense, you know, obviously there's there's all this speculation about how healthy is Mahomes and will he be as mobile as he needs to be, because that's really where his his danger comes from, right? He's so mm, yeah. elusive that Right when you think the play's dead, he scrambles and he throws the ball. I, beyond all the other optics, the way that that Eagles defense murdered those San Francisco quarterbacks, okay? Yes. The ferocity that they had, the aggression. I just feel that if Mahomes isn't 100%, and -hmm. if the Eagles D gets to him and gets to him bad... Mm -hmm. I'm worried that they can either re-injure him, take him out of the game, hobble him, and that offense runs through Patrick Mahomes. If something happens to Mahomes, this team will fall apart. 
And when you put those two factors together, the Eagles' ability to run and the threat of that defense, I just there's too much there when you're when you're telling me that they're laying two, right? They're not even laying a kick. I, no, I gotta lean no. Eagles right now. Yeah, I honestly, I, I like I said, I can't really blame you. It feels like there's a lot of Eagles on the on this podcast. It feels like there's a lot of Eagles money in general. I bet you it's a two to one right now, but we won't see those handles till Sunday. But gambler, thank you so much for coming on every week, losing money with us, even though you're in the black and you you definitely made money. And we hope you have fun losing money on the Super Bowl. It's it's been one hell of a ride. It's it's sad to see it come to an end. I, I hope it's a great game over anything else. And you know, I'll see you in the uh, in the concussion league. Sorry, I mean the slap league. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> moving <laughs> over, moving over. <laughs>
holy God, I'm winded after reading all the bets that I'm going to be making for this Sunday Super Bowl. That's a lot of ways to lose money. But should we deserve any less? It's the Super Bowl, for God's sakes. Subscribe to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom wherever you enjoy podcasts. And please give a subscribe and a like to at LosingMoneyWAB on either Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok, where we make free daily bets. We'll be back next week on Friday to lose money on the UFC. They have a fight night. Oh, let's lose money on that. And we're going to do a little summary and a recap. What a recap indeed of this football season. Have fun losing money. And we'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!